Previously on the Reroll Podcast. With the ritual completed, our return journey home is interrupted. We're in the temple, but it's become quite spidery. And somehow, we're trapped here. Something is wrong. I can't relocate us. We're trapped. Well, get us out of here. I'll try to buy you some time. Something terrible has detected our movement across the plains. Kiaren. Nimone, I'm coming for you. And it seems Kiaren knows what it is. This might go from bad to worse. We, uh, might need to figure this out quickly. But as we do that, we'll be juggling a fight with three spiders. Really nimble, horse-sized spiders. Miss, miss, and miss. This is not going well. The Oracle, sensing the impending arrival of a great evil, stresses that time is of the essence. We need to get out of here! Find out how to free us! Please! Something's binding us here! And just as Kiaren has an idea about what this could be, it seems she may be taken from us. Run out of here and embrace the Maiden of Spiders. Will she resist the call to action? Can we even stop her if she doesn't? I guess we should find out if this has all been for nothing. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. So, things are little heated here at the Reroll Podcast. Yeah, how does it feel to have five people mad at you all at once? I mean, he does that regularly. <laughs> not, so. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty normal. I'm just saying, if you're really pitting the Ford F-150 against the Toyota Tacoma, it really is no contest. <laughs> and I, I'm frankly insulted on a personal level that you would even suggest otherwise. Yeah, the Toyota Tacoma obviously comes out in the lead. All right, so you gas idiot. mileage alone. Color, like, are you I'm kidding okay me? With any. Shut up, you idiots. <laughs> now... I believe in communication between players and GMs. That's why he fired all of us. <laughs> so, introducing the new cast of the reroll. No, just kidding. <laughs> there has been a bit of a back and forth on the a terms. Rift. A, a rift, if you will, yeah. on the phrasing of the spell suggestion. Specifically, the part in the spell that says. Uh, Going against somebody's self-interests. Going against your self-interests. Now, from one point of view, I can see how this obviously would be against anybody's self-interests, uh, specifically Kieran's. On another side of that, I can see how that's kind of a blanket statement, self-interest, of it's not in my self-interest to drop my weapon, not in my self-interest to not attack this thing in combat, or blah, blah, blah. Well, but, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, I just thought about this. Um, There's kind of a difference in like, you know, it depends on if we want to get into the realm of war. We're actually rewriting like the the language of the descriptions. But like, I would argue there's a difference between self-interest and self-preservation. And I think those are very different things. I think self-preservation works a little bit better here. Okay. Because, I mean, like, if you told, like, a noble knight to go take his pants off and run down the street and, like, singing a song or whatever, that would definitely go against his self-interest in preserving his honor. But, like, juxtapose that against, like, self-preservation, there's more wiggle room there for how powerful of a spell suggestion should be in Pathfinder. Sure. Well, just the fact that it has to be a spell at all. Like, if if it wasn't compelling you to do something against your self-interest, why would you why would you need to cast a, you know? If all you well, can ask sure. somebody is to take a sip of their soda or something, you know, you don't need to. But that's that. kind of a different like set of. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's my two cents on it. Yeah, I think I... It, it would make the most sense if it wasn't if it was something that was like, can't you can't suggest like you're going to go do harm to yourself or go like, you know, maybe not even like against your party mates, because that would be shitty. But I mean, it's it's still something that would make sense to me for that high of a level spell. But like. I don't know. Yeah, self-interest is, I think, too broad of a term. Um, so makes it hard. So I agree with you. I don't think it actually comes down to us versus each other. I think it's us like trying to like figure out how to navigate that specific phrase because I feel like that's a little too vague. 
Well, maybe we need to step this uh, sentence back a couple words. We're thinking of against self-interest, but the phrasing is actually obviously against self-interest. Okay. So maybe that changes things a little bit. However, I've come up with a compromise, Kiaran, if you would accept. My compromise is a luck roll to see if Kiaran does find this obviously against her self-interest. If she, if you succeed at the luck roll, she does, and this creature wastes the spell, and it has no effect. If not, you're going to have to roll to save against it. I think that's a good band-aid for now. For the situation, yeah. But I would like, yeah, I think we should. And that I is think, definitely, yeah, go for it. I think a lot of it is, like, potentially really thinking. I know in, like, D&D when I had the spell, or the game that shall not be named, um, <laughs> you had to really think about your wording that you used. Like, saying, run out to your demise or whatever is completely different than like go surrender and beg for forgiveness and you might be saved or something right well might i say that i didn't say run out and let the maiden eat you run out and embrace them like a motherly figure go give them a hug (laughs) yeah i mean i would even say it's like the best way to like you know again this is where it comes down to like the phrasing of like the suggestion itself which is definitely not something we should sit here and debate for you know yeah. an hour but like basically convincing Kiaran that the best way to like save her friends is for her to turn like you know like surrender herself to the maiden yeah like, throwing in that it I would save the I'd... others would also help even more right but but let's band-aid this with a luck roll sounds give me, good give yeah. me a luck roll how about that <laughs> And we'll, we'll right, go we're just from jumping there. right in. You're we're ready just for jumping right in. Okay. Hell yeah, brother! I'm on my fourth beer. I'm gonna pee in like ten minutes. <laughs> like half. What? You're already four beers in at the out. start of this episode. Yeah, the first episode that we've recorded tonight. I've already slammed four beers. Next no, episode, Zane's intervention. Uh, luck rolls you Fuck want you. lower <laughs> than right? <laughs> no, you want higher. We did that. We earlier. did higher earlier, but I think we always do. Typically, it's I think lower. we always do lower. I think we, we yeah, because that's Delta Green. Because that's Delta Green lower. rules. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you did give me higher earlier. I did give you higher earlier, earlier so. but no but taking earlier back meeting now. last rules week. Now, because you're a, we'll, we'll do lower. That we'll do Delta Green lower. <laughs> then I failed. I got an eighty-two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. So we'll save. We'll save Kiaran. Come on. <laughs> Come on, baby. She's Spit on him. rubbing the dice. <laughs> uh, 25. 25. What is that? Is that a good number? I can't tell by that. It's a tweener. It's a tweener. The DM has, has an excellent poker face. Nobody can tell what he's thinking. Uh, that's <laughs> usually not true, but yes. <laughs> he really wants to say this slowly and with dramatic effect, so we're going to keep talking over him until he just says the number. <laughs> DC 20. Whew. Nice. 20? Just 20. You're not adding another 20, number on the end of that. 2 0. You succeed. Thank Woo! fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> all that. I mean, we're still arguing, dead anyway, All so. those insults <laughs> hurled towards me. The stab wound that Ayla gave me. All for nothing. <laughs> there was some. It was off air, but yeah, there was like some racial stuff that came up. Yeah, the death threat me and Brendan sent through the mail. <laughs> Took like four weeks to get there. I don't know how we're, I had to how we got it before. <laughs> this episode. Certified mail overnight. <laughs> Cost $300. I mean, what is, what is you know, tabletop gaming in general? If you're not arguing with like some of the people you consider your best friends, you know, and really going for the oh, throat oh, sometimes. Oh. It's, it's good stuff. I don't think we should go that far. <laughs> Shut up, Octavia. <laughs> <laughs> and this creature with his last action is going to scurry away from the fire. And it's going to hiss at you, Kiaran. You think that's all I have to end you? Clearly frustrated. How high in the air is it now? I also have the power of the Ford (laughs) F-150. Vastly inferior to the 2023 Toyota Tacoma. (laughs) 
I like to picture okay. he's so mad he pees a little as he's running over the top of this. Now, <laughs> my question for you, Kieran, is this enfeebled condition? Enfeebled lowers by one at the end of creatures' turns, usually? Um, it, this specifically says until the end of its next turn. Okay, so it is still enfeebled. This is the other large spider's turn. How, just quick question, how high in the air is that spider that just moved the humanoid one? Uh, I'm gonna save you some time in confusion. This is a drider. And it is, uh, I don't remember how much I said last time, 20 feet? You said 20 feet before, is it still 20? 20 feet, still 20 feet, okay. just scurrying along this web. Okay. It is this, oh no. I just deleted the spider. From my initiative tracker. Yes. Uh oh. It's not dead. It's not dead. You brought. He just goes right after the drider. It's fine. Well, I also deleted his health and everything. It was drider. You deleted her. Well, we we didn't. I think that means at least half health. Also, yeah, it was hurt. It was hurt. So it's like half health. All right. It's like seventy-five percent dead. It's negative three. I think it was that. All right, you bitches. The second spider. Oh. Groth and Kiaren. I think it just got hit pretty hard by Groth. No, Kiaren's it, right it in front failed of to it. get hit pretty hard that's by Groth. That's Starlet that's right in front of it. Who did I say? Are you Groth? not on the... You said Kiaren. Oh, my Is fault. this the one that's yeah. near Groth, no, no, no. right? Yeah. I don't I don't know your names. I didn't bother to learn them because <laughs> I knew you were going to die this session. Yeah, <laughs> First attack against... I'm going to switch dice because I'm just on fire. I don't like this dice. I'm going to roll this dice because I like you guys. Octavia, first attack on you. Oh, yeah. Not 20. Fuck. Uh, God damn it. Uh, I don't like that face. 32. Did you say <laughs> good poker Christ. face earlier? Look at that. <laughs> I'm gonna... How much health do you have? Octavia. You really want to know? I kind of do. I have 11 right now. This might take you. A I bit. am going to use my reaction. Okay. So it'll stay in feeble two and then subtract eight from the damage. I rolled pretty low, so thirteen minus eight, so five. Now give me a You're not poisoned, are you? I don't remember. I don't think you are. I don't have. You weren't. You 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 saved on that. Give me a fortitude save. Ooh, you. Don't scare me like that. Uh, Twenty-four. Okay, you're fine. Second attack's going to Groth. You know, fuck you guys. I'm using my blood dice. You guys yelled at me (laughs) off air. (laughs) And a little bit on air. And a little bit on air. (laughs) We're all like one hit from dying, and he's switching to his better dice. Wait a second, right. he's switching his better dice on my attack. I'm the only one who didn't <laughs> yell at you off air, you motherfucker. You just, you just burned up. This is bridge, sexist. Sir. I hope you lack the confidence to yell at the DM, so like, this is your punishment. Enfeebled too. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. 19. That would be a miss. All right. All right. Yeah. Last attack. Go for you again, Grass. He gets three attacks? Ugh. Oh, uh, eight. No, six. Crit hit. <laughs> Crit. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's okay. That's a bunch of misses. Uh, fuck, I'm panicking. Bo, it's your turn. We put a lot of work into these characters, and I'm going to take it all away. Unchain us. Glad you guys could all be here for the last episode of the podcast. Now, let me remind you guys the scenario right now. You're on top of this glyph that is being somewhat interfered with this dark energy. That energy is expands over these clasps on the ground that are holding these taut chains in place. Oracle Olsen has said that you guys are being bound here. You don't have to win this fight, you just gotta get away. One other thing I will say is you can run into the pits. 
and just kind of see how exploring the realms of demons fare. Maybe you can just, you know, live here. Just lay low. Yeah. For a little while. Try to get an Uber back. Mm. Girlfriend's um, not in the pit, idiot. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, I have Are a you her girlfriend? Yeah, only Lyft goes down there. <laughs> Ugh. Lyft. Oh. I can only get Uber Eats. I'd rather die. All right, Bo, it's your turn. Save us all. It's uh, too much pressure. Jump into the abyss. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the thing is, I want to heal in my in in the emanation kind of way, but I don't want to heal the creatures. But if I take an action to to fig- to try to find out find out more about these creatures, then I can't do that. So I either have to just do it, or so I just have to do it. Right? Well, so I'm just- <laughs> you could I mean- potentially delay and rely on your teammates. I can't. This is a kind of one of those not can't delay kind of things, like healing. I only have one left, and I need it really bad. Right, but delay. Uh, you can decide at the end of anybody's turn to go again. No, I don't know. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so and delay. Can use like a free like, kind of. Also, action. like we've done like no damage to these creatures. So if you heal them, it's fine. <laughs> that's, that's a good not, point. That's actually. a really good point, and I thought about that too. <laughs> that's a, that is a um, very it's not a point. very like big risk. Yeah. But also I'd like to, you know, kind of remind everybody, like Tanner said, the creatures are an immediate threat, but they're not really like the, the solution point? to this yeah, to yeah. our problem right but now. We, Killing them isn't going to get us anywhere. If, Healing them isn't going to like change that either. Yeah, but like healing us could give us a little, some more time to figure this shit out. Yeah, so. yeah that's what I'm saying. If, you do, if you're worried about like healing them to heal us, don't. Just that's fine. Also, heal us. <laughs> I don't right, want to like, I don't want to like get too meta with this either. But like, Bo is arguably one of the few people in this room that would have the knowledge to maybe understand how the, we get the fuck out of here. That's true, but yeah, that's the hard I mean, part. I know, I yeah. was trying to decide whether to split my turn trying to like re, like somehow remake the uh, ritual circle activate or something, but I think I'm going to do this right now. Okay. Bo's the only one that can do anything to save us, heal or magic. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, Groth has some magic. I got some magic. Smashing magic. Okay, what are we doing, Cleric? Healing. In a burst. Is it three actions? Big yes, three actions, fart. and I think I just roll, right? And that's yeah. it. Okay. Does magic. it hit Flint and Groth, or does it? Within 30 feet. Oh, then yeah. 16. I really want to make the argument that Flint's up in the air. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like... 30 feet. A little bit of a Pythagorean theorem. But if we do that, then I'm going to have to start doing math for all of my AoEs. So remember this. When one of you are kind of in the air and sort of in range <laughs> in the future. Mm. You're counting Probably. on my memory, Tan. Well, yeah. <laughs> I won't either. It's okay. You know, I, mean, I feel I like we do a lot of shit take, case by case, honestly. I don't want to take this heal if it opens me up to like a weird like attack in the future. Shut up and take your heal. How much health do you have? <laughs> Is it 16 Enough. you said? Enough. You 16. take 1d6 acid guaranteed <laughs> end of every turn. <laughs> right. 16 you said? 16. Yeah. Okay. Everybody gets 16. Bo? Hell yeah, brother. Describe this chaotic scene to me, because this is fascinating. Uh, he's probably, Bo's probably super panicked, and obviously from that last turn where I just kind of shot in the air and didn't hit anything, um, like, things are just not going right, and so he just goes back to his roots and knows what he can do, and without failing and heals and it looks like how it did before like a like in this it looks very strange in this scene of darkness but there's like this very light cloudy very pleasant uh, mist that kind of covers everybody 
Um, and it looks completely out of place. <laughs> Sometimes, you guys as players stumble upon answers to riddles <laughs> or questions without even realizing them. Your heel's gonna dispel the thing. <laughs> because when this heel goes off, this reddish arcane energy covering the chain links, or at least where they meet the floor, is blown away like a sand in a gentle breeze from your heel. Nice. Hmm. Hell yeah. Does this look like it affects the Cosmio sigil in front of the altar? The Cosmio sigil glows with radiant energy and quite frankly (laughs) you probably don't know what that means Flint but even to you seems like the footing you guys have in this realm has gotten a little stronger it just it looks nice it looks nicer yeah in fact it's emanating a bright glow and when this heal goes off you also notice the spiders recoil from the healing and seem uncomfortable because these aren't actual spiders, but demonic manifestations. Mm. So positive energy is not their favorite thing. Well, that's not good. Their cup of tea. Yeah, their cup of tea is a nice Rubios. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Star would like to roll occultism to try and figure out any more. She, she just wants to try and help at this point. And she's like, kind of over her shoulder back at Bo. Um, just kind of like, we have to figure out how to get out of here. I, I'm not going to last much longer. Okay. Roll me an occultism check. Ho, 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 ho. That sounds like a good woo <laughs> Natural 20. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> For 28. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple things. Number one, (laughs) that dark energy that was over the sigil was suppressing the positive energy, the magic, the divine magics from Cosmos, emboldening these fixed points where these chains are are attached rather to the symbol and dissipating them. Those points are now vulnerable. Number two, you don't have to break all the chains to disrupt this. You only have to break two. Number three, and you feel this in the air, just the sense, uh, tapping into sort of your sensitivity to the occult and dark magics. It's like this shrouding aura of despair is starting to kind of creep up your spine. You don't have many turns left before, before things get really bad. And that was one action. You have two left. All right, Star's gonna take a free action to yell at her party mates. Now, the chains! We only need to get rid of two of them. It's time. We must take them down or we will die here. We don't have time. And with that, she's going to... um. Oh, I'm so sorry. One yep. more thing. You know these chains are immune to fire, electricity, and cold. Okay. Uh, I still throw in there. Oh, but are weak to good. All right. Any good magic, but don't waste too much time on magic. Just... Strike them. Anything that you can do, break them. Physically break them. And, um... Star, I think, is going to... Quick draw her silver dagger. Because it's really all she's got at this point. And, um... She's gonna say a small prayer to Cosmios. In her in her little head, she's gonna be like, "God, I know we haven't talked in a long time." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I don't really. No, I think here's what she'll do in her mind, or you know, she's gonna be like, "For whatever it's fucking worth, please don't let me die here. Don't let my friends die here. We have shit to do. Help us!" And then she's going to just with all her might strike down on this uh, here. 
uh, link that is attached to the floor um, right next to her. Which one, sir? Uh, this one. Okay. Right beside Kieran. And you don't have to roll to hit, just roll damage. Okay. Do I get my sneak attack? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> eh, five damage. Okay. So and you, she's going to do it one more time as well. Yeah, you throw your dagger in there and it chips away. Go ahead and roll again. <laughs> Four. And yeah, I mean, you wouldn't expect the silver dagger to do much, but it, since this sort of arcane magics have been lifted, you can see this sort of hot white radiant energy seeping into it, cracking it and making it weak, and you're chipping away and chipping away. Groth, it is your turn. Real quick, Groth, I think we did poison wrong. Yeah, I took some poison damage, but I don't think I rolled a save to see if I was poisoned or not. Okay, so what we should have done is done that on your turn. So you took the damage, now roll a save. What save would that be? Fortitude, rather. Sorry. Fortitude. I said rather as if I said anything else. <laughs> uh, nat 20. You're good, baby. Very, that shit off. very well spent hero points and nat 20s and all kinds of stuff. Honestly, <laughs> that's, 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 that's where you want them. Is right there. This is yeah. this is getting clutch. <laughs> All right, uh, Groth is going to finally, for once in his life, have a good idea. <laughs> uh, well, hold on. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> we will. You're right. You're right. Uh, he's gonna scooch on around the spider to the base of this chain, and all right, Groth is gonna say. You're doing it wrong. And he's gonna he's gonna stomp the ground right next to the base of this chain. And nice. he's gonna use a special ability that he has that's largely useless in combat, but Oh boy. But it's called Treacherous Earth. Uh I can stomp my foot and it says shatter the earth into a shape of my devising. Uh oh, my devising yeah. in this moment. Um it's only within five feet, but shape of my devising at this moment would be just crumbling ground and uh it's gonna use i can i attempt to rip this thing out of the crumbling ground given that i've broken all of its anchors within one more action yeah give me an athletics check that's fucking rad yeah that's like so specific yeah when i realized what was going on i was like fucking awesome I have this useless thing that will actually <laughs> really help here. Yeah, Groth is, uh, you know, it'll stomp the ground, shatter the earth around these, these, uh, these bolts that are holding this chain down next to me, and roll a 23 for athletics? Describe the scene as you pull the chain out. Yeah, yeah I think that as the ground, like, Groth grabs onto this chain and fucking starts just pulling as hard as he can, and, uh, He's almost like gives it maybe half a second before he just gets pissed off and just stomps in the ground, falls apart underneath it, and the chain just goes loose and fucking throws it over his shoulder. He's like, who wants some more? And at that moment, this dark, demented realm around you shudders abruptly as if forced off balance. These fiends struggle to maintain their footing rendering each one of them flap-footed to all attacks. Fuck yes. This staging area, or what remains of the chapel, however, is completely even to you guys. You guys are completely upright and stable. But these spiders and this monstrosity is struggling to maintain their form. Question. Um, Oh, being flat-footed, yeah. Give yourself a reroll there, Groth, for a very <laughs> unique use of that ability. That was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was probably that the that. only time you'll ever see it actually be useful. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man, if this is the only time, worth it. Yeah, save yes. us from a TPK. <laughs> we're, hey, we're not out of the woods yet. <laughs> we're getting there. Hopefully. <laughs> what was your question, Flint? Oh, well, just since... um. Being flat-footed confers a minus two to AC, right? Yeah. 
Since they have eight legs instead of two, it'll be minus eight. Shut your <laughs> goddamn mouth. I almost thought about not making that joke, but then you, you, you I asked sh- me I've to finish my game. so many regrets in my life. <laughs> Flint, it is your turn. Thank God. Um, uh, yeah, so I think Flint's kind of got the idea now after seeing that. Um, he's going to... I want to try to get panache from this, so I'm going to take... I'm going to assume that there's probably some kind of, like, acrobatics check if I want to slide down this chain. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. Give me an acrobatics, yeah. Cool. So, the goal being landing down here at the bottom. Okay. Actually, could I... Uh, a little more specific. Could I get, like, halfway down the chain and then leap over to the other one that Kiaran was attacking? Or, uh, no, Starlord was attacking, sorry. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to up the DC okay. for the acrobatics. That's okay. Can I? What is my um? I'm trying to think though. If I. No, that's fine. It would just it just steady balance really just makes sure that it is in acrobatics and not like a reflex. Or oh, wait, no, hold on. Oh, not flat-footed while attempting to balance on narrow surfaces. Okay, never mind. Whatever. I'm going acrobatics. Please, dear God, let this work. Nice. Twenty-five. You just hit the DC. Okay, thank God. So, and so do I also get panache from this yeah, as well? Give it to yourself and and Fuck describe this. Slide down. Um, so Flint's sliding down uh, this chain and kind of while doing so, gripping his short sword and just says uh, to his short sword kind of under his breath, just neither one of us get what we want if we don't make it out of here alive. And like at the end of that is going to leap off this chain, come crashing down on this shackle that uh, Starlet was wailing away at and attack it. Okay. You don't have to roll to hit. Just give me damage. That's great because I'm going to use my precise strike finisher on this. Now, is that precision God, damage? Uh, It would be, yeah. I, one thing I will say is precision damage won't affect this, unfortunately, because precision's like attacking at like jugulars and things like that. In this scenario, it's... uh. It's not going to help you. Just like sneak attack wouldn't have done anything. Okay, yeah, so the 3d6 precision is entirely precision damage. Yes. Well, that really waylays my plans, but okay. I'm sorry, buddy. Maybe you (laughs) you convince your sword to be a better sword. Oh, God, maybe. Okay, that's not what I wanted. I rolled precision. Hold on. We're getting there. (laughs) I'm going to do that again. Cool, seven damage. Okay. You run your sword across it and chip off a good piece, but it is still barely hanging on. How many actions did that whole thing cost me? Probably two. I think that I'll say two. You have one more action. Okay. So, um, yeah, as jumping down and plunging into this thing, it's just going to use that third action to try to like, you know, say like the, his sword's kind of wedged in there, like rip it out and take as much material off of this chain or whatever sure. as he can. The twist and pull. Um, ooh, better, 12 damage. Okay. So yeah, you rip a chunk out of this, but it is still hanging on. And I just want to say that I thought like losing shadow and having a new character that doesn't start with an S that like people would stop getting star and my character <laughs> mixed up. Nope. <laughs> I'm getting it mixed up because Kiaran attacked the chain first and I like latched onto that mentally for some reason. Yeah. Wait, did we did we kidnap Shadow for one letter? For <laughs> yeah. One letter out of her is that but that's the whole reason I decided <laughs> to go away. <laughs> yep. Anyways. I actually we're supposed to be kidnapping Star that just got it mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I can't keep track of who's been kidnapped at one point at this point. So, like, you know. <laughs> it is one of these hulking spiders turn. The one right That's next to Bo and Kiarin. And this horrific drider yells out, They're breaking the chains! Quick, kill the elf! Gonna get you with a couple of attacks here, Kiaran. How much health do you have? Oh, I'm just curious. We, we will, we will find out, won't we? I guess so. <laughs> Quick, sing the Fleetwood Mac song. Otherwise, the they they won't stop. Twenty six. And I did not enfeeble this one, did I? Nope. That's a hit. 
What's your AC? 24. Oh, shit. Oh, give me a fortitude save. Ooh, not great, not great. 20? That is a fail. Now, poison will affect on your turn. Okay. But you're going to take 17 points of damage. Okay. Still up. Okay. <laughs> How close? Just, don't, you don't have to give me a number. Just, nah, just, just tell I, me. I, I, I'm Am getting, I close? I'm, I'm looking pretty hurt. Okay, great. Second <laughs> not at- having a great time. Second not, attack. Not, not having a great time, yeah. Second attack. I This one, tweener, for sure. And I can't remember what you told Flint. 23. Miss. Okay. Thank God. Final attack. Now, if I get a crit here, which is possible, blood red dice. <sighs> Natural 19. Oof. Minus 10. L- lowest attack bonus. 24. That's exactly my AC. Except that triggers my reaction guardian's deflection to lower uh, the attack. Or Are you get, serious? Uh, plus, plus two circumstance bonus to AC for Kiaren. <laughs> oh, oh, that shit. is oh, awesome. I didn't know you had that. That was the time to use it, man. Wait, wait. <laughs> how, how does this play out? Right, exactly. Oh my god! Tanner's already dying. I mean, yeah, I think as this thing just like goes to like lash out a second time, Flint's just pissed off and turns and just like, not today, you son of a bitch! And like deflects its face, like bashes its face away with like the flat side of his blade. Okay. Uh, Kiaren just kind of looks over her shoulder at him and is like, my hero. (laughs) Tanner, did you just throw up over there? I did. That's so awesome. Would a, would a 17 have put you under? 17 damage? Yeah. No. Okay. 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 Well, that's all right. We still got poison. Don't take this from me. Kiaren, it is your turn. Thanks to Bo, it wouldn't have put me under. Nice. Yay. Uh, my turn. I'm attacking the chain four times. Hell yeah. Which chain? Unless it one, breaks before then. The, the one next to Flint? The same one that Star and Flint have been attacking. Okay, excellent. <laughs> uh, first hit does eight damage. Okay. Second hit does nine damage. And you bring your greatsword down. It is actually a guisarm. Okay. A gizarm. You bring your... Okay, down (laughs) and you connect and this chain bursts with this power of radiant energy behind it and as this last chain snaps and flies into the air demolishing the walls of stone and the sigil of cosmos shines with white hot positive energy Oracle Olsen levitates a little higher. His form almost un... What's the word I'm looking for? Ethereal? Incorporeal, I bet, is the word you're looking for. No. Checks mix. Magnificent. His form almost checks mix. (laughs) Checks mix in nature. His form (laughs) completely... What is it? It's like... Glowing, emanating. no, No features like... Undiscernible, almost. Uh, it's blurred. Unrecognizable. <laughs> Indistinguishable. Okay, great. Those are, that's fine. <laughs> All of Any the of pretzels those? only in the chat's <laughs> And shut one up. blue Shut up. Shut up. All of you, shut up. <laughs> His form, almost unrecognizable, as it's just become this pure ball of energy. And he says, Honora Soul Nyamas! Checks mix. Checks mix. (laughs) (laughs) And a wave of radiant energy erupts from Oracle Olsen. And for a brief moment, the entire room is consumed with this brilliant light. You all shy away from it. Can't even stand to look at it. 
and it fades slowly as your surroundings come back into view. You are back in the Chapel of Stars. The room is just how you left it. Candles flickering a dim light, pews pushed aside. However, the doors that are locked shut are thrumming with this heavy knocking as if an invading force is trying to burst through it. Kiaran, it is still your turn. What do you do? Uh, can I try to wipe the acid off of Flint? Uh, yeah, you could use your action to give him a bonus to his check. Next time okay. he has to roll a flat. Uh, well, actually, you could either give him a bonus or allow him to roll a flat DC 15 check right now. I don't think we did either one of those things at the end of my turn last time anyway. Well, roll a flat DC 15 check. All right. Did he get the poison at the end of his last, at the end of his last turn? Uh, nine. Yeah, shut up. Uh, I'll give him a bonus to the next time. Okay. You have one more action. What do you... Do? Actually, you... Upon returning here, you are no longer quickened. Oh, shoot. Okay. Let's do some poison. That sounds good, right? Yeah, let's watch us collapse all one by one. <laughs> okay, take one poison damage. Now go ahead and give me another fortitude save. Yeah, let me get that damage in there. Not you, idiot. Yeah, oh. that is anyway. a 30. Okay, you are no longer poisoned. Your Jeez. body shakes it off. Your body just shits it right out. <laughs> I just flex and it all comes out of my pores. <laughs> <laughs> it's gooey. Bo, it is now your turn. <laughs> the doors. Poof, poof. Um, I don't know what to do. You can delay, too. You don't have to do anything right now. I guess for, like, the fifth time during this, since this ritual started, he'll look to Oracle Olsen for guidance. He's probably, like, fucking drenched in sweat and has not been through something this stressful. Well, it's actually very... Time very hard to see Oracle Olsen because he is collapsed on the floor right now. I don't have any more healing. Ugh. You can go check on him at least. Yeah, I I would Yeah, want to run over there. and. You run over um, there and his acolyte has his head in his arms. He looks up at you and he says, He's still alive. He's breathing. Can I roll medicine? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know how to do that. Oh, there we go. It, like, asked me a bunch of questions for some reason. Okay, 29. <laughs> Let me see your PhD. <laughs> <laughs> he is okay, stable, alive, but he has collapsed from fatigue. But that will be your turn. Can I... I you could say no if you want, but Bo would like to look at his party members and say, what do we do? That's fine. Did you stabilize him? He's stable. Okay. And this is open. Anybody can talk or say. Right. And he's like nodding his head at the door. Like, like, you know, so you know that it it's okay right now in the situation at, at hand. I think, I guess. Star will kind of dart over here if that's okay. Like if I... I'm assuming we're still in combat, but she's not trying to do much, I You're guess. up next, so it's okay. Okay, so she's just kind of going to stand in front of all of her friends, all of her party mates, and uh, she got healed in battle, but she was hurt. She was pretty hurt, so she's she's exhausted, and she grabs um, Groth by the arm, too, to face the door, um, and she will just channel every ounce of strength that she has left in her, and uh, hold up, like, her dagger in front of her, like this, like, holding with two fists. And she'll just start 
yelling at this door. <laughs> She's like, Leave us be. We have done everything right. We have things to do. We have people to save. Go. Leave us alone. And I think, like, even her voice starts trembling. She's trying to be intimidating, but she's scared. And from the other side of the door, you hear a voice. The voice of Jessica Spiritson. Starlet? Let us in! And I think Star just almost collapses and she lets out a shaky breath and she just starts sprinting for the door to try to open it. I think as you open the door, um, Star all but falls, just trips over herself into um, Jessica and she's like, please, I, I can't do anymore right now. I'm, please, you need to go in there and help them. And in runs in several members of the temple. In fact, the second you open that door, Jessica Windham doesn't even see you, runs completely past you. And it's Bo! Bo, are you okay? And before you even have a moment to react, just grips you in this hug and spirits and holds you up. Starlin is like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And sets you down and several of these new allies you guys have are pouring in and we are out of combat. I think as Bo is embraced, he just kind of like is being squeezed a little too tight and it's just like Kiaren and it's just like has an arm draped over his shoulder, like pointing back at her, just the concern being shifted um, for her. Yeah, Groth is going to say that hog could be a little tighter. Holy man saved all of us in there. I. Bo probably looks like a little boy, like just, you know, kind of draped over <laughs> his shoulder like that, too. You can only see his eyes just kind of peeping over his shoulder. And Vesseran grips you tightly, not even listening to your concern for your allies and says, Are you okay? Damn you to the hills, Bo. I was worried. It's been hours. You heard the sounds of fighting. And he looks around, bewildered. Where's Olsen? What in the name of soul happened here? Bo kind of relinquishes into kind of a... I don't know how to... Like, um... Just lets his body relax and just kind of... It's just his face is kind of burrowed his shoulder. He's like... At our feet. Just really yeah. gently. And he looks down and sees him and holds you for another moment and breaks away and goes to assist the Oracle. And I think, Kiaren, you're. A li I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine you're probably in a bit of a haze here. This has all happened so fast. And. Uh, yes and no. I think that Kiaren's the type that when they're still injured around, she's kind of like, get the job done and focuses on that. So I imagine that, like, I don't know if anyone came when Bo pointed in my direction, but Kiaren will just be like, we need to see to the injured. Groth over there is poisoned. And you, Flint, let me look at your acid burns and they'll pull out an ointment and start treating wounds on him. I kind of like the idea that it's like um it's like a mechanical reaction like whereas you're still like kind of focused on what needs to be done right now maybe Kiaran still hasn't like totally like felt the yeah, weight of like what they I don't think she's fully thinking through yeah. everything it's like focused on handling the current situation right and Groth you have shaken this poison and Flint at this point this acid sort of you you have this second to sort of clean yourself of it and you feel a soft hand on your shoulder Kiaren do you turn around turn around <laughs> sorry uh yeah I'll I'll glance over while ignore I'm it. trying to like rub some of my ointment on Flint just ignore it it'll go away <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spider 
(laughs) (laughs) You see Zara Delamute, and you turn around, and she just gives you a soft smile and says, It's okay. You're safe now. Zara, great. We could use your help, too. Yes. I can help. And over the course of the next maybe 30 minutes, I think this is a lot of recovery and a lot of medicine checks and a lot of healing and and patching of wounds and triage, first aid, as well as just sort of taking a breath. I do think that while, assuming Flint doesn't try to do something else, while she's tending his wounds for that 10 minutes it takes, she's just going to be like, uh, well, you sure have proven yourself to be a handy one to have at your side in a fight. Flint laughs at that. And says, <laughs> uh, you know, Kiaran, he pulls the flask out of his bag, takes a hefty sip, says, I think that debt of ours is, I think it's squared at this point, and hands her the flask. Yeah, if anything, I'd say the scale's in your direction at this point, and I'll take a big drag off it, and then cough. (laughs) Flint would chuckle, but kind of returning your attention to him, he has passed out and he's asleep. She kind of tucks it into his arm. (laughs) As this, as all this healing and patching of stuff is going on, uh, Groth is all like kind of bruised and bleeding and just looking kind of weak. He's gonna be like, "Boy, oh, I need to rest and relax. I'm gonna go pound some metal. I'll be at the forge." And Mia Luna, Luntair is here as well, and and she says, "I'll come with you, please." Fantastic. That's all I've thought about the whole time I was in there. <laughs> I think Star, after this whole thing and everyone's getting checked up on, I think she maybe just is in... I think she's in a bit of shock. Um, and I think at this point she probably would have tried or just slipped out of the building mostly unnoticed and went to go sit in front of the beautiful tree that was out in the middle of the courtyard and just 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 sit there crisscross just staring at it trying to think of what this all is for and steady herself in a way because she feels very very out of control it she just can't stop thinking about how she was borderline useless in the fight except for having a little bit of knowledge that helped but she is she's feeling like she let herself down um I think Bo it'll be one of those moments where well I don't know actually um I think just as everything kind of came together Bo is helping to you know clean up like Take it, put everything back into place and how into restructure things how they should be as much as possible before he even lets himself um, rest or anything else. It's like he, you know, helped make this happen and now he's going to help make sure everything gets back to the way it was or back in order at least. Because nothing will ever be the same after this so it won't be back the way it was, but... Well, let me kind of ask you this question here, Bo. Once Groth has carted off to the forge, once Star has retreated to her meditation spot and after Flint has fallen asleep, and Kieran, where are you going at this point? Um, I think after she's done treating Flint's wounds, she'll kind of glance around for her other friends that... I don't know if Bo's still there, but she'll kind of smile over Bo if Bo is. Um, But seeing that no one's around that looks like they still need help, uh, she kind of will pause and kind of take it all in. 
And then like, it kind of feels like a weight has partially been lifted from her shoulders. Um, and a small smile will cross her face and then a look of determination and she'll go find Emmett's statue. I think when you smile at Bo, a smile just immediately comes to his face too and it it almost looks out of place on his super tired, disheveled face. Like, you're probably surprised it can even be there at that point. But it just looks how it always does. And so after all your friends have left and the oracle has helped to his feet and it's kind of drowsy and Jessica Vesserin with spirits in his like Bo, we're gonna go put him to rest. You and your friends have places set for you for the night. Do you need anything else? The way you said that, it's like, Jesus Christ, he died? Like, yeah, I know. Put him to rest. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, we have to go put him down. I just checked on him. <laughs> uh, it was fine. His leg's God. broken, and uh, once once your oracle can't run anymore, it's, it's just not worth keeping him. <laughs> He's going to a pasture yeah. where you can romp and play. <laughs> I like some jello. It's made out of the previous oracle's bone marrow. <laughs> I say it again. <laughs> what? Sorry, I was thinking about something else. Same. What did he actually say? He said, I'm going to go yeah, put what him... Was the, what, was, he, what was the setup? He says, do you need anything else, Bo? Uh, Bo just says, no, I'm, I'm okay. And he keeps just kind of fiddling with stuff that probably doesn't need to be fiddled with just in an effort to to just make sure everything's okay all the time. And he places a sturdy grasp on your shoulder, and he says, You did well. Better than I think I could have. You've faced the pit and survived. Perhaps you are the chosen one, Poe. Get some rest. You've earned it. He'll just nod and give kind of a weary smile. Like, he doesn't take those words wholeheartedly. Um, it definitely is a compliment from Vestron, but he's just kind of moving through his words rather than taking them completely in 100%, I guess. Flint's passed out on one of the pews, snoring off into the night through the milk gar. That's clenched in between his teeth. And I think other than the resting flint, this chapel is yours, Bo. You're the last one here. He probably just sits quietly just for the sake of the silence. And to be able to rest in a place that was just complete chaos is a big victory for him. And then we cut to Kiaran in front of the statue of Emin. I think Kiaran kind of sits down in front of it, cross-legged, and looks up at, her, at Emin's face and is like, So you've set me down a path I did not think quite possible, but I will continue to walk it. And try to convince others to walk it, too. Whether or not I will get to the end destination will be something we find out later, but it is worth a try. And then I think eventually she she just kind of sits there and stares and eventually falls asleep there. And from there, we fade out. On a very successful journey to reunite Kiaran's soul. Congratulations, you guys. I cannot believe you pulled that out of your ass. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, or did we I'm pull our ass out of that? I'm going to go ahead and right. give a yeah, reroll seriously. all around. 
for everybody being on your toes and trying to be creative and find solutions. And, uh, go ahead and level up. Hell oh, shit. Oh, wait shit. oh, shit. Oh, no. shit. I don't Shut think I will. Up. I'm gonna level down. I like, I like my <laughs> level. Go back to five. <laughs> Fuck off. And we'll see you guys yeah, next time on the Reroll Podcast. Wah, wah, wah. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons, living or dead, or actual events are purely coincidental. Reroll Gaming uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy, we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media? Listen to another episode or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zing Gehring. The Chronicles of Rel theme and Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more and with your support we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. New episodes every Monday at 12am Pacific Standard Time. See you then.